Um, it's Friday. Uh, I think that's how I'm gonna start these little intro things now by just saying the day, and I missed Monday or Wednesday. My bad. Let me stop that because if y'all hear that, I'll get flagged again. So I'm just gonna sing it. I don't care. It's Friday. We're gonna have a great time, no matter what happens. And I know y'all can't hear the music because you're watching. If you want to listen to the music or the intro of the, of the show, you gotta listen to the pod. But this will be on Spotify. Tomorrow, video, audio tonight, and we're gonna work, you know, we in here, gunshot. I think y'all can hear this part, though. It's Kasabian! It's Kasabian! What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome back to the Kasabian Lavo Show. I am your host, Kasabian Lavo, with talent on loan from God. I went to my doctor. It went well. We'll talk about it. We got a whole bunch to talk about because I wasn't here on Wednesday. I feel like everything's too close to me. Like, things have moved. There was, like, literally a complete internet outage, and I think I was hacked. We're going to talk about me being hacked. We're going to talk about the internet and the whole world going down for one day once again. It's amazing how that happens, doesn't it? It feels like it only happens to fucking me. As I adjust my microphone six different times, bust the air horn, Kasabian, Lavo, Lavo, Lavo. I'm going to have to record that so that... Am I falling out of focus? How's the microphone? How's everybody doing? We didn't even do Mental Health Monday this week. So we're not like on par. We need to get on par, whatever that means. I don't even have my good water. <sighs> it's going to be a lot of nagging and bitching during this episode today. So buckle up, buttercup. We got some shits to do. It's got all the fixings. I don't even know what hashtags we use. I don't even know if they worked. I'm still trying to find out if my content is deemed kid friendly on YouTube because every time I put no, I get no views. Anyway, what's up? How's everybody doing? So Monday we do mental health, but I didn't this Monday because I think I was falling apart. So uh, it's Friday. Might as well get into it. I went to my doctor yesterday for my heart. We did a full physical. They took mad blood. They um did a P test. She did everything. She's like, I want to make sure you're fine. Uh, she's like, oh, you look great. You look like you're 18. I was like, you better quit flirting with me, lady, because she was just trying to make me feel good. Because I was like, I'm so scared. I was like, look, I'm a bitch. <laughs> I don't want to die of a heart attack. She was like, yeah, that's what they call a silent killer. I was like, oh, my God, ghost is going to kill me. <laughs> ghost kill me. She's like, I don't, what's ghost? I was like, the silent killer. What's wrong with you? I was, I'm scared, y'all. I don't know what's going to come back. I took blood tests for everything. We'll find out next week. And I'm here to share with y'all, I hope. And I hope it's good news and not bad news at that. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point in my life, we're on the long haul to make sure that this shit keeps going as, as best as it can. You know what I'm saying? So we got a bunch of topics. Let's get into these topics. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I guess I'm avoiding the mental health talk because I'm I'm scared. I have nothing... I have no, um, I'm scared. I'm scared. This is something you can't face. I'm I'm the guy that faces things. I face things. This, you just kind of got to, you know, you deal with it. But here I am, and uh, I ain't stopping no time soon, y'all. Can't, the doctor was like, yo, how long you been working out for? And I was like, fucking 25 years? <laughs> Fuck, I'm old, B. She's like, oh, you look like a baby. And I was like, you better stop playing with me. She was Creole, too. <laughs> Gunshots for the doctors and nurses at the office. They're hilarious. They're so funny. Um, we're going to be talking about how, uh, how I think it's adorable that my mom gets mad for my kids. Um, and I'll explain. Also... Let's talk about me getting hacked on Facebook. And apparently it wasn't just my dumb ass. It was a bunch of people that got hacked on Facebook. So we'll, we'll get into that. 
We'll get to this gas stimulus. How interesting is it that we're all of a sudden now about to get a gas stimulus? It just feels like we're just literally falling the fuck apart, doesn't it? It's not just me, right? I, at first, I really thought it was just me. I'm telling you, stupid. No, the doctor, she, she goes, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, um, uh, I'm in real estate and uh, I'm an entertainer. And she was like, oh, you're an entertainer? And she goes, you look like you're 18. I was like, who you telling? <laughs> nah, and then she goes behind the door and I hear her. She goes, he is a handsome motherfucker, ain't he? I said, okay, n- enough, enough. And then she came back into the room and told me about her Jodeci concert. And uh, she was adorable. She was a great old lady. I was scared. I'm sorry, not old, older lady. You'll see in Coochie. I just didn't want to have to do the balls and cough test. That shit, yo, I was dead ass like, do we have to do that? Because I'm I shaved. <laughs> Lavo, Lavo, La, she's a doctor. You can't miss with a doctor. Ain't you supposed to like, you know, aim high, Willis? What's wrong with you? I feel like the camera is focusing on the fucking microphone. I don't like that. I hate that it does that. And I can't tell if if it's doing it on purpose. Or because of the way that I got it set up, I'm gonna move it mad back. Is it mad back? Pause. That sounds gross. How do I sound? Do I sound mad far now? I feel like I sound mad far. I love doing this shit live. (laughs) Ah, shit. Anyway, I'm sorry, y'all. I was talking about the experience I had with my wonderful doctor. My new doctor, I hope. I want to switch to her because the doctor I got now, he don't give a fuck, bro. He walk in. He was like, does your heart hurt? I said, yeah. He goes, you'll be fine. I'm like, what? You'll be fine. He's like, my heart hurts. He's like, yeah. Everybody has heart pain. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, the fuck they don't. And he looked at me in my face. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I said, I was crying. My heart hurts. I'm scared I'm going to die. And he's like, no, don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. Just don't cry. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> don't cry. I need a better laugh. I hate my laugh track. It sounds like a bunch of goofy old people. All right, let's get into this. Um, uh, The rest of my topics for today. Instagram is going back in chronological order. Anybody give a fuck? Uh, Big Lotto and Kodak. Big Lotto in the industry. All right, it, it's getting nasty out there with Big Lotto. And we'll, we'll talk about what's going on with that. Also, um, hey, how's my sound? Does my mic sound nice? And am I out of focus? I feel like I'm out of focus. I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell, Bobby Hill. I can't tell. That's so weird. I'm like, I'm literally like editing the show <laughs> as I'm as I'm talking. And I know I shouldn't be, but I just can't help it. I feel like something's off and I can't tell what it is. And I feel like, and it's just a feeling, being sabotaged by the ghost in the studio. All right, thanks, man. I'm sorry. I think it's because I wasn't here on Wednesday. I forgot what I was doing. Bust a big shot for Big Papa one time. What's that one do again? That's funny. I appreciate you, my boy. What other topics are we getting into? The gas stimmy. I found this this adorable story about the locks in Paris. And it's an old story, but we're going to talk about it because, like I said, it was it was dope. And I've always wanted to do it. And it's something I haven't done. And I guess now I can't do so. Let's talk about why I didn't do it. Uh, Starlink is going to raise their price, which I don't think is a big, big deal. But obviously, people give a shit because they use Starlink. Um, Elon is going through growing pains. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about... Uh, Fucking Kid Fucker Island for sale. I can't even believe this is a thing. But Jeffrey Epstein's Island's for sale. So if anybody's got a couple million bucks for that piece of shit, go for it. Uh, Little Bow Wow has this weird tendency to just say shit out of nowhere. And he's on a rampage. We'll talk about what's going on with that. And I'm I'm convinced at this fucking point that (sighs) he might have like legitimate like like Tourette's because this shit is every couple months. Anyway. Uh, Jocelyn versus Zeus. It's it's getting so juicy. Pause. No, yeah, pause. I guess I don't know. Ew. Uh, <laughs> this old man that's facing life. Right. It said life. He's seventy, like nine. Might as well be life. He's facing three years for graffiti. Again with this fucking graffiti charge. You people are are insane. Excuse me. 
Uh, Spotify is switching green room to Spotify live, which is dope as shit. I've talked about Spotify, uh, Spotify live, I guess green room. I just don't like it because you have to tell people to download a whole nother, uh, a whole nother app. And it's like, why are we still sending people to 13 different places when we could just do this shit in one place? I don't know. I felt like that was really irritating. And I guess in my eyes, I don't know. Uh, but we'll talk about their new breakdown. Uh, a cartel boss has a hit on their, not a hit, but a, a bounty on their head for $10 million. Uh, not a Mexican cartel either. So we'll talk about that. That's actually pretty interesting to me. There's this lady gangster that I want to talk about outside of uh, New York from Central Islip. We'll talk about what she did. There's so much to talk about, y'all. And uh, DeSantos actually overturned the, the swimmer that won the NCAA uh, freestyle swim from the other day. We'll talk about that. And I uh, would like to hear what you guys think, because I, I find that one very, very interesting. I don't know how to approach it. So that's weird. I just said it. we should have individual categories. Like we should have a, a separate, you know, league for that uh, to, I feel like it's almost like how we do and, and no offense at all. But it's almost how we do like a winter and summer Olympics. And then we do a special Olympics for those uh, athletes that are injured or, you know, have disabilities, but are still athletes. Why can't we do a, a trans version of that so that they can, you know, I mean, it's fair. It's fair. We'll keep it equal. And I, I think that works. I don't know. I, I don't. It's, it's hard to approach. It's just very hard to approach and hard to talk about. So one of my uh, bigger stories that I wanted to talk about, because in my eyes, I was, how you say, blown the fuck away. Uh, Kylie and Travis are changing the name of their baby. I didn't even know you could do that. But I guess because it's your baby, you can do what the fuck you want, right? Like, honestly, who the fuck am I to tell you what to do with your baby? I don't know. I don't even know what the rules are to that shit. I didn't know. I wish I would have known. So I just Googled it because I was curious. I was like, did she do this? And this is what Google said. The beauty mogul announced her son's original name, Wolf Webster, on February 11th. And of course, it's not paying attention today. Uh, Jenner uploaded a video to her YouTube channel on the same day. She announced her baby's name change titled To Our Son. And then it says uh, you can watch it below. I'm not going to watch the video. I don't give a shit. I find it interesting that you named your kid this stupid fucking name in the first place. I don't understand why celebrities do this dumb shit, but it seems to be a running joke. Let's name our kids the most ridiculous, stupid shit that we can to really ridicule and fuck up the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? Remember Bronx Mowgli? That was a great fucking name. Didn't anybody think that that was going to cause some type of fucking mental issues for that child? That was very, very unfortunate. I found that very, honestly, unfortunate as fuck. <sighs> okay. Then the big lotto versus... I guess the dudes in the industry, right? Uh, she made a comment on Big Boy about how one of her songs was being held up because the artist was in her DMs and he was trying to... Uh, basically, he wanted to have sexual relations with Lotto and he wouldn't clear the song until she, I guess, uh, said yes. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the message consisted of. But that was the gist of everything. And I mean, I, I hear it. I've heard it. I've seen it. I do believe it. I just don't think that she went about it the right way because she should have gave a name. And instead of giving a name, every dude started defending themselves on the album and everybody went into like PR mode and started like trying to defend whoever the dude was because nobody even knew who it was. Right. Uh, somebody started saying it was Kodak because that was one of the other features on there. Kodak came out and said it wasn't him, right? He said, nah, like, I don't even know what they're talking about. They hit us up, and, you know, this is what happened. Then another guy came out saying that he wrote one of Lotto's songs. Lotto says she's never had a ghostwriter. She writes all her own shit. Then Kodak's manager came out and said that they were supposed to do a trade because Kodak charges X amount, so he did it for the low plus a trade for one of their female artists in which that trade never came. And I guess that's where the confusion was. It wasn't necessarily no Kodak trying to hit on her. I mean, regardless if he was hitting on her, I don't believe that that's the reason why there's a holdup. And I really, we still don't even know if it was Kodak. Now, the problem with it being so 
just kind of fucked up on her side is like not giving a dude's name. These they all know they dirty as fuck. And they all fell in line. Like everybody's like, oh, it was me, wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. Okay, listen. That's cool that you want to defend yourself, but I mean, she didn't say who it was. Unfortunately, because she said it was a guy and it wasn't on the track list, or we we had to like determine by fucking uh what is it? Uh, determination by subtraction or some shit or well, I don't know, some stupid shit like that. Everybody started pointing the finger at Kodak. I don't find that shit cool. Kodak, ugh, it's Kodak. I don't see Kodak doing no dumb shit like that. And if he is, I mean, uh, it's fucked up on his on his half. That's bullshit. If Kodak is out there, <sighs> I don't know. It's none of my business. I just don't like. I don't like how. It was just thrown out there like, let's figure out who the fuck she's talking about. Like, that was it. She has the right, by all means, to expose anybody that's doing that, that's in reality doing that shit and holding her off. Like, maybe she misspoke. She was trying to express herself and and help other people, she said. That was, you know, one of her reasons. She was like, yeah, I just wanted to give people, you know, a reason as to why this was happening. And I wanted them to understand. And I believe that she didn't, it wasn't no malice, uh, towards any of the guys that had nothing to do with it but i think she was frustrated and there was a better way to go about it and if you're gonna say something drop names drop names don't be scared go out there and speak your shit and say look such and such did this to me and this is what's going on and i don't like it and if that's the case then let's just show receipts like what you scared of show the receipts and let it out there because nobody's gonna sit here and just fucking put a fucking pity party for you because you're having label issues according to kodak's manager there was a whole bunch of issues on that album so who knows what's really going on either way i don't like it i just thought it was nasty i don't think lotto needs that shit she's probably one of the better female rappers rappers excuse me in the game right now like her shit has been solid i thought she was dope on that tv show my biggest issue with her on the show because she was a little girl and she was about my daughter's age on that show. I was like, yo, they're sexualizing her. Like, they had her in crop tops and shit. I get it. That was the look they were going for. Now she's a grown-ass woman. She could do what she wants. But back then, she was a little girl. But she was killing, bro. Out rapping dudes. And and I'm talking about adults. Very, 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 very good pen. I hope this blows over. And I really don't want to see any more problems for Kodak. Oh, um, also, with that, let's give a, a send our prayers. And uh, all you... Oh, you prayer warriors. I know everybody says they send their prayers and condolences when something happens. Apple Watts was in a car accident uh, in Baker on the 15. I believe she was headed out here in Vegas and um, she's not doing well. She's in the hospital. She's unresponsive, uh, fractured skull. She was ejected out of the vehicle. It's nasty, but uh, keep her in your prayers. Y'all, if y'all are fans of, of, uh, of her, let's definitely, you know, hope for a recovery and hope that she pulls out of this. What else is happening? <coughs> Excuse me. Damn, I'm supposed to push mute. <laughs> See, I have a cough button. See? <laughs> Stupid ass. I'm sorry. Um, Bow Wow tweeted that he didn't have any chemistry between him and JD and that he should have stayed with Snoop Dogg. I think Bow Wow's out of his fucking mind okay something happens when you leave diddy's side you just fall apart diddy has this magic that he puts on to his artist that jd does similarly but i like to use diddy because diddy has a longer track record of doing it jd does but jd to me look like he's not a main producer for his artist he's more like he works on tracks and then dips diddy makes the artist completely he produces the whole thing my bad he you know it's a package deal when diddy does it um i don't think bow wow would have had any success under snoop at all i think the success came because jermaine had these really good ideas and he had um it was a great team this shit worked out so well the so so deaf idea was dope as shit and it held well but for him to come out and say there was no chemistry Shut the fuck up. You just pulled up to his house the other day on Rory and Maul's podcast, damn near in tears, begging to go hang out with him because you were upset and you just wanted to see your boy. That sounds like chemistry, dog. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that shit is so, it's cat, bro. You sound just as bad as Jocelyn saying that she got a whole nother cabaret deal with a whole different network. She said she's going to shut down Zeus and Zeus said that's cap and she's going to be right back and they're going to do the show with her ass. I think that shit is funny. The fact that Zeus is start, starting to argue back with Jocelyn, you know, is bro. 
The show's a great idea. Let's let's have an honest moment. Save you on Lavo. I need to put that in there. I don't know how to do it. Let's have an honest moment about Jocelyn's cabaret. It's a shit show. There's no cabaret. The dance is made up. It looks like Jocelyn comes up with the shit on the spot. There's no ranking. Nobody understands who the fuck becomes one or second or how the points even work. For some reason, showing your titties is your secret power. or That's like how you prove that you got the bigger horns in the house, right? It's weird. It's like uh, like when bighorn sheep bang heads and shit. These chicks just pull their titties out, which is great. I mean, as a dude, fucking fantastic. Whoever the fuck told them that that was what they're supposed to do, wonderful. Keep it up. Everybody loves it. But as a person that's watching the production, that's trying to figure out, you know, if this is going to be a thing, a viable thing. No, that shit is hilarious. I mean, you watch it because it's a fucking train wreck. Like the goddamn club didn't even have a sign up for like the first three episodes. Literally three of the episodes was all one night. The show is not well planned. It's a good idea, but it needs a shitload of work. The writing, there needs to be writing first and foremost. I think there needs to be some type of system where they come up with where they rank the girls. And maybe a real cabaret would be nice or maybe call it something else. I don't know. I think that we could do better. And Zeus right now has law issues, lawsuit issues dealing with whatever happened at this reunion, which is why it seems iffy to even think that Jocelyn's going to come back. But if they own the show, Jocelyn's fucked. She better go take that shit somewhere else. But it's not a good show. It's good because it's a fucking mess. It looks like it looks like reality TV back in the early 2000s when we first started watching it. And it was like first getting legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. It's a fucking it's it's worse than flavor of love, bro. A few moments later. Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal ran down Kobe Covington at Poppy Steak. Now, when he ran him down, he said, I told you not to talk about my kids and hit him with a two-piece chicken nugget and bust his tooth out of his mouth. Kobe Covington then ran back into Poppy Steak and proceeded to call the police and tell the police that he had just been jumped and attacked. The police came, held him down, and held his hand. The professional UFC fighter was crying like a bitch because George Masvidal said, don't talk about my kids, offered him the fair one. He didn't put his hands up and got two piece for speaking on somebody's babies. Although they did have a fight in the octagon for 25 minutes, one doesn't have anything to do with the other. As a man, Masvidal told him what he did was wrong. You shouldn't be talking about my kids. I agree 1000%. First and foremost, you're a professional fighter. The fact that you called the police is beyond me. You're a bitch. I agree with Khabib Magomedov. You shouldn't fight anybody. You a bitch. You're a professional fighter. If he threw his hands at you, you wasn't able to get ready. I don't give a fuck, bro. The tape is out there. If people seen it, they seen it. No professional fighter should be calling the police if they can't defend themselves. You got to learn how to take that L. And don't talk about people's kids, bro. It's that simple. It's really that simple. It's not as um, it's not as if it wasn't intentional either. You know, it wasn't like he said something. He was like, oh, my bad. No, he was like really intentionally trying to harm and talk shit about his kids. It's terrible. It's terrible. I don't even know why he thought that he can get away with some stupid shit like that. That's beyond me. So Jeffrey Epstein's fucking disgusting islands for sale. Send some gunshots that way. Whoever buys this should do a documentary. I would really like to see what the hell is going on over there, and then we should just sink it. I don't know if the island will have ties to what happened there, or if we'll ever even know what happened. To me, it's incredible that this man was even able to do what he did for as long as he did. And who's the new Jeffrey? Who is it? Who's doing what Jeff was doing? And what do you think? People just stopped fucking kids when this shit went away? This is the nastiest shit ever. There's a track record of old fucking rich dudes that go kid fucking on an island and nobody's batted an eye. Like Jeffrey Epstein got murderized or whatever the fuck. He got deleted. The other ladies in jail. Nothing's happened. We don't know what the fuck was going on in that island, bro. It's it is something else. And whoever buys it, I want to get a full documentary on that place. Complete documentary. <laughs> Excuse my uh so I forgot I got a cough button. I have a cough button so I can do that. Watch. See? Nobody had to hear that shit. Oh, that's fucked up. Do they still hear it on the podcast side? <laughs> oh, that's fucked. I hope not. 
That's sad. My bad, podcast listeners. I apologize. Do I look red? I feel like I look red. I feel like everything today is all fucked up. What was another one of our stories? Starlink is up in their price, 10 bucks, basically $11. Tesla's going through growing pains. Uh, inflation is fucking up everybody. And if you look around, parts and pieces are becoming sparse and sparse and far few in between. And now Starlink has gone from the, I think from 500 to start up to 799 now. And then now it's 110 a month. I want Starlink. It's not available here yet, but now that they upped the price, I don't think I want it anymore. That's just how I feel. Bust a shot for Elon one time. Save you on Lavo, Lavo. I should do the thing. Hold on. Save you on Lavo, 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 Lavo. No? All right, my bad. Hey, fucking New Jersey. We don't pump our own gas. <laughs> It's six hundred now, so it went up from four ninety nine to five ninety nine. Uh, I kind of want it. I paid almost three hundred dollars right now for the internet that I have, and it is pissing me off. Do you understand me? I'm sick of this damn internet bill too, boy. I'm sick of all the bills, especially because shit ain't getting no better, and ain't nobody listening to me when I said things was getting worse. Y'all thought I was playing. I was so serious when I said shit was getting worse. I feel bad. We have a whole lot of reading to do, too. So I'm trying to see if I can get through all the stories that don't need reading. And so Instagram, if anybody gives a shit, wants to go back in chronological order. Let me tell you something. Instagram and YouTube does it to you, too. So you got to know how to approach YouTube differently. The good thing about YouTube is that YouTube doesn't put shit in your face due to this timeline. Um Instagram is a fucking time suck and trying to figure out the algorithms all the time and trying to keep up on that fucking thing. Was so stressful, bro. The way that they changed the algorithms, the way that they made that shit so difficult to grow, the way that you it, it never made any fucking sense. Facebook, Meta, all that whole shit. I'm not over there anymore. Lick dick. What is wrong with y'all? Y'all make it so hard, bro. But you know, besides that, the idea of having this fucking hit list every day, right? Everybody's greatest fucking times in your face. I just can't, bro. It's not good for my, my mental health. I was over it uh, again and being on there for business and trying to figure out how to fucking, you know, uh, approach the machine the right way is difficult. It's very, very difficult. And it's a, it's it takes up a lot of your time and I don't miss it. I don't miss it. You know, you follow one rag or one vlog and they all do the same shit. Shade Room posts the same shit. World Star posts. Adam 22 posted. No Jumper posted. Academics Axe Page posted. And it's all the same fucking post with a little outline of some diddly shit. The fact that Instagram is going back to chronological order, nobody gives a fuck. Facebook is done. Every You know what likes I get on my Facebook? I get likes from the middle of America, from older white folks, uh, some Hispanic folks. But my analytics are ridiculous on Facebook. It's like they bury you and they put you in this like, just a coffin of shit. Either you're doing stupid, ridiculous shit so that people with the lower IQ think it's a good thing to watch or to them, you're just, you can't do anything that's news related or factually related because they're going to fact check you or they're going to tell you that, no, it's not good. Like who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck I'm, I'm reading the fucking news. Like put it out there and let people see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, they give me a job and it's performance based. They like the content. Then they say, yeah, we want to have, exclusive edits and we want more edits i'm like no you're gonna get the same shit that tiktok and youtube gets you'll just get it first and then they get it next you're not paying enough to get it exclusive or any extra sauce on the shit and then y'all get mad because you say no it's not enough you're giving my content to the wrong people anyway you do have the ability to flip the switch there's a literal switch they can flip where they can put you in front of people because the analytics don't make sense the tiktok numbers will show you one thing the instagram numbers will show you one thing the youtube numbers will show you one thing and facebook will show you one thing i tell you what facebook shows you they're in the fucking hole and ig's right behind them it really is i don't i don't see how anybody uses this shit anymore to me ig is like it's like Facebook. It's like, you know, the old MySpace. You just kind of have it just to have it at this fucking point, just to check what the it's like a news feed. It's literally a new, a terrible news feed, but a news feed. <sighs> what else? What else? All right, let's get into these news articles. And uh, we got some good ones. So uh, like I was saying earlier, Governor Ron DeSantos, probably future president of the United States. Uh, has overturned and has issued a proclamation 
to overturn the race that went on and has caused so much controversy. Let's let's talk about it. This is from Fox News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantos said he will issue a proclamation acknowledging the runner up in the recent NCAA women's 500, excuse me, yard freestyle swimming event as the winner instead of the transgender athlete Leah Thomas. In quotes, we're going to be doing a proclamation saying that Emma is the best female swimmer in the 500 yard freestyle event last week. Santos said Tuesday she earned that and we need to stop allowing organizations like the NCAA to perpetuate frauds on the public. That is a little sketchy. <sighs> Are they perpetuating a fraud on the public? I don't think so. I feel like maybe we just need a couple of more categories to make it fair because sports is one of those things where you you have to have rules. And if you want to have like a unisex race where anybody can join, anybody can do what they want to do, knock yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always a believer of take out woman and man anyway, right? Like if you're the best, you're the best. Like when it comes to rappers, like Nicki Minaj is on my top 10 rapper list not female no, no no she's on my top 10 rapper list you know what i'm saying like i don't care that she's a female she got bars bro this whole idea of pushing equality in this fashion it's hard because to me it's like it's just too it's too touchy it's too touchy. a few moments later uh, this story is from Complex. Mike Tyson was basically out the other night watching a comedy show. And this dude just bum rushes the stage. He's like, hey, yo, Mike, let's catch these hands so I can upgrade my status. He starts bugging out. Mind you, Mike is just sitting there high as fuck, not paying attention. The dude's yelling. The club promoter and the dude on stage is like, yo, get out of here, homeboy. You don't want of these problems. And he was like, what the shit? Like, yo, and he pulled out a gun. He's like, what, the, what you want to do? And he put his gun away. And he's like, hey, yo, Mike. Uh, what'd he say? He's, I saw the video like three different times. He said some slick She's like, yo, I love you, Mike. I love you. And he hugged him and he said some shit. Either way, Mike gave him a hug. I don't even know why. Mike was like, what's up, dog? I miss you too, dog. Like he knew him, gave him a hug. Dude left. And it was just like the wildest shit to see Mike just sitting there like, if y'all don't get to the goddamn show, TMZ told it well. Complex had it. I don't know why I went to Complex for it, but Mike Tyson was just... Uh, here's a story from Complex by way of TMZ. Uh, Mike Tyson was just trying to enjoy some comedy at a Hollywood club on Tuesday when a rowdy man recognized the boxer and challenged him to a fight. At one point, he even pulled out a loaded firearm. The incident, which was caught on tape and shared by TMZ, started with an eager audience member disrupting the comedy... The, excuse me... The, Disrupting the comedian on stage in order to chat at the legendary boxer. He literally just was like, oh, shit, Mike. And everybody's like, there's a show going on. He's like, y'all don't give a fuck. What up, Mike? My boy, I love you. Uh, eyewitnesses told TMZ that Tyson remained seated and calm as the unruly men began to press the boxer for a fight in order to upgrade his status. Who the fuck that? I think he's a Pokemon. Uh, All I need is you. That's what could be heard when the man was yelling. Here, I'll do the man voice. All I need is you. Wait, did I got to turn it off? Damn it. Ah, it's not funny that way. All I need is you can be heard from the man as Tyson stayed seated. All I need is you. And as the host began to shove the man away from Tyson, things got a little tense when the man eventually pulled out a loaded gun from his waistband, cocked it, sending people inside of the comedy club, running into a panic as audience members began ducking under tables. Per TMZ, Tyson just sat there in silence as the man quickly put the gun away before Tyson immediately extended his arms and embraced the man. Now, I don't understand why he did the hug thing. That shit was weird, but he did do the hug thing. Now, are you ready for gas stimulus checks? Yeah. Me neither. The story's from Aid News now. Stimulus checks to help with gas prices. Lawmakers across the country are proposing a few different measures intended to provide relief at the pumps as record high gas prices hit drivers' pocketbooks. While the Biden administration briefly considered the idea of sending gas cards through IRS, why would the IRS send gas cards? House Democrats have pitched ideas mirroring some popular pandemic relief programs such as stimulus checks and advanced child tax credits. The average price of a gallon of gas is over $5 in three states, California, Hawaii, and Nevada. Fuck you. Several other... You know what? We're almost at $6. Can we... I gotta upgrade this. Several other states such as Washington, Oregon, Alaska, and Arizona 
are inching closer to the painful price point. Representative Mike Thompson of California, John Larson of Connecticut, and Laureen Underwood of Illinois are calling for an emergency rebate of $100 per month for individuals or $200 for couples with the criteria similar to standards used for stimulus checks. I guess. Uh, The plan would add $100 for each dependent that would go to the families each month as the national gas price exceeds $4 a gallon. This, This is ridiculous. Single filers earning up to $75,000 annual or married couples filed joint earning up to $150,000 would be eligible. The Gas Rebate Act would go through the end of 2022. So most likely they're going to do the same shit they did with the child tax credit where they gave you $800 a month and they took it out of your, your taxes from the, the next year. It's, it's the stupidest shit. We're literally just going into that UBI, the universal, uh, universal based income. That's what this is turning into. And they've done this to themselves. Now, how this shit works out, I don't know. I don't think the government that we have now can really figure out universal income. Kind of terrified. Uh, Spotify has this great feature that we've talked about. The Green Room. It allows you to be co-host. We get the chit-chat. It's like Clubhouse. I thought it was dope. The problem is, it's too many places to send people, so we never really engaged. Now... They're switching it over and changing it up and sending it over to Spotify. Hopefully we can start doing shows there and it's a lot easier, more convenient to get the audience there. So I got this out of the verge. I launched Spotify at launch. A Spotify account was not required to use green room, but with the product moving to mainstream app as a part of the rebranding, that's likely to change as well. Evidence of the update expected in the second quarter was discovered by developer Steve Moser in Spotify's iPhone app and confirmed by Bloomberg sources. Spotify launched Greenroom as an iOS and Android and motherfucker. Spotify launched Greenroom on iOS and Android last year as a competitor to Clubhouse. It was built on Locker Room, an app created by Betty Labs, a software developer that soft that Spotify acquired last March. When it launched Greenroom, Spotify was one of several tech platforms building live audio products, hoping to catch some of the buzz and users that Clubhouse originally invite only garnered its first year. But unlike live audio features such as Twitter spaces, Greenroom has not found a wider audience so far after getting off to a relatively slow start after its rebrand last year. Spotify did not immediately reply to request to Okay, Spotify isn't gonna is not gonna say shit. You know what the problem is? Spotify keeps on doing the thing that like people with money do. They're buying celebrities to take their shit off. When you go to Green Room, they have all these major people in top on top in front. Clubhouse was organic. The reason why Clubhouse worked so well is because WAC 100's the head of Clubhouse. It wasn't nobody pushing that. It just happened. Spotify loves putting people in front of you. And not letting it just 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 serendipitously become a, a hit. Let it be, bro. Stop giving fucking Will Smith and the Obamas millions and millions of dollars and invest in smaller podcasts with better characters. That'll really change the game. Like Green Room is dope. Too many fucking. It's too much shit to do. I have to go to so many fucking places to get to it. The fact that uploading my video now causes video audio plus audio. To stream across all the pl- it's, it's such a mess over there. Listen, I want to upload my video and I want to upload my audio version of my video and I want to be able to go live with you guys and chit chat during the show. Spotify can make that happen. Make it happen, Spotify. I would love to have a Saturday and Sunday show, even a Friday night show where we came on and took donations. You could be co-hosts. We come with topics and we really have like, you know, large stage conversations just like they do on Clubhouse. But it'd be my show on Spotify. And I don't know. I think it's possible. Uh, The story about the locks, the love locks. If you've never heard of the love locks, I heard about it when I was in high school or out of high school. I thought it was dope as shit. You put a lock on the fence. It was the uh, uh, the most famous uh, bridge in Paris, the Pont de Ars. You don't pronounce the T's. Hold up. Don't move. And I said, don't move. My bad. Is that it's, it's it's sensitive. This was like a tradition that came from a book, from what I remember hearing. And I thought it was dope. And I always wanted to do it, but never got around to it. I didn't even realize they took it down. They actually took it down years ago. But I still think the story's dope. So if you don't know what they do, you, you basically, or if you never heard, you would go with your partner to the bridge uh, pond de Ars, and you would take a padlock 
and you would lock it on the fence and write your names on it and then y'all would like throw the key in the water or over your shoulder for like good luck and shit and then that would significantly your love right dope super fucking adorable like i would love to do that shit like i think that sounds like the dopest shit ever but apparently all these locks weigh a shit ton and the bridge was not meant to do this at all so we'll get into this story and as to why they removed everything years ago but still a dope ass story and i got it from cnn the city of paris started removing padlocks from pont de Ars on monday effectively ending the tourist tradition of attaching love locks to the bridge for years, visitors... Oh, I just did, like, a TV thing. Did y'all see that? I did, like, the talk and smile, and I even did the head nod. Huh? Huh? I should take more classes. For years, visitors have been attaching locks with sentimental messages to the bridge and symbolic acts of affection. They're very, very cute. I don't care. I think it's fucking awesome. I would love to do that and smoke a blunt right there with my old lady and watch the water and then maybe jump into, like, a gondola or some shit and go through the goddamn water. Uh, some further sealed the deal by throwing a key into the is it Siena River below. <clears throat> a 2006 Italian young adult novel turned film is thought to have created the practice, which started in Rome and spread it and spread. Excuse me. Came to Paris around 2008 and started posing problems in 2012. And Lisa, co-founder of advocate group No Love Locks. Let's talk about Lisa. First off, what the hell? Stop being such a hater, Lisa. Let the locks live, yo. My bad. It moved again. It was considered charming at first, but the thrill wore off as sections of the fence at Pont de Ars crumbled under the locks' weight. The bridge carries more than 700,000 locks with an estimated combination roughly the same as 20 elephants. Yo. <sighs> what? The phenomenon spread to other bridges, creating two major concerns for the city. Degradation of property heritage and the risk of safety of visitors, partisans and tourists, the Paris of City counselors said on their website. Yeah, I mean, yes, because of the riskiness and because of the danger, they obviously had to stop. Still so dope. And I didn't even know that they ended it. And I think I maybe asked, damn, I wonder how heavy that gets. And a lot of people were like, oh, it doesn't matter. You could put whatever fucking locks on there. And it's going to hold it because of the way the bridge is built. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that. And it wasn't like built to do that. Like that was just some dumbass human shit that somebody came up with. And it was just cool to do again. Awesome. I think I might start some shit like that here where we could do it safely. I think that sounds dope. I really like that idea. And I'm just, I guess, a fucking hopeless romantic inside. And outside, because that's what really counts, is the outside. Nobody gives a shit what you look like inside. Um, I don't understand people. My daughter was accused of some shit, and we had to take the blame because of white privilege and many other factors. Again, she didn't do it. And the charges were ridiculous, the school charges. And then their, um, their description for the hard work that they're fucking maintenance people had to go through to wipe off the the writing with a magic eraser but of course that wasn't the case they couldn't just erase it with a magic eraser these buffoons don't know how to do shit they damage it even further by caking on paint and never fixing the problem and then they blame it on whoever you know started the issue by doing their vandalism when there's a million fucking ways to take care of vandalism without damaging the part so when I saw this story that I'm about to read, it, it hit a spot in my heart because I said, damn it, I know exactly what this man is going through. And it, it's the stupidity of management. It's the stupidity of those that work there and don't understand how to do shit. The fact that you don't know how to clean up a mess or you don't properly clean up a mess should not lie on the person that caused the issue there. Like, that's crazy. You were hired to do a job. If you don't know how to do it, then don't just blame it on the kids, especially when it was kids. Like, you know, kids are going to write on shit. Have a fucking way to clean it up and stop making it seem like it's so fucking hard to clean up a kid's mess. Don't you know that we live with kids, you stupid motherfuckers? Don't you think we clean up kids writing all the time? It's so fucking dumb. Eight news now. A man has been arrested on a felony charge of criminal mischief for causing $10,000 in damage to a court at a Denver recreation center. Man, free the boy. Arslan Gunny, 71, was arrested on March 17th for making 45 marks on a basketball court at a Central Park Rec Center with a permanent marker to identify the boundaries on a court used for pickleball. First off, the headline was man faces life 
for writing with a marker in a basketball court. And I said, holy shit, life? But he's 71. So three years at 71 is kind of life. Denver Park and Recreation said the incident took place on March 14th. Staff at the Central Park Rec Center said Gunny asked for a permanent marker in the morning to write on something. Later on, Gunny was spotted on security cameras marking the basketball court with the marker. A supervisor at the rec center and a maintenance worker tried to remove the marker from the court with a solvent, but that solvent also removed the finish from the floor. The supervisor said it would cost an estimated $10,000 to strip the floor and refinish it. You're telling me there was no other way to remove permanent marker. Milk removes permanent marker. Awesome removes permanent marker. Fucking, there's a, yo, I, what the fuck? I think they should be charged because the person that did the damage here was these two stupid motherfuckers, not the old man. Prior to the incident, staff at the rec center met with Gunny and other pickleball players to talk about the pickleball program during the meeting. Parks and rec staff said that it would not be adding permanent lines to the court for pickleball. So, these folks wanted pickleball. They didn't want to do pickleball there, but because they wanted pickleball, they were willing to work with them. Gunny then agreed to provide a map to help staff set up the pickleball court when there was adequate staffing to do so, according to the timeline of the Central Park Rec Center. Gunny has been suspended from all Denver Rec Centers indefinitely, and if convicted, Gunny faces one to three years of jail time for criminal mischief. Gunny, come to Vegas. This is a lot better. We're building a brand new pickleball center on the south side of Vegas, and you're more than welcome to come out here. Reach out to the Xavier Live Show. If you're not in jail, dog, don't worry about it. When you come out of jail, we're going to be here waiting for you. We're going to hold you down. Free the boy, Gunny. Gunny, first pickleball game when you come out of jail, homie, you do it right here with your boy Lava. Let's bust a couple shots for, for Big Gunny. You know what I mean? Big Gunny's a real G. <laughs> Big Gunny said, fuck y'all. Y'all don't want to get me pickleball? I'm going to get my own goddamn pickleball. Shout out to Gunny. And fuck you to the, the janitors at my daughter's school and these stupid motherfuckers too. So this story was interesting. I have 19 stories to read that I might put together for this weekend. We might go live and just do it again all weekend. Or I might just do like some pre-recorded shit with like a different background to give you guys different visuals. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But this story was interesting. A woman set up five guys or kids. Actually, she was 17. So a girl set up five kids. Um, four of them were killed. Why? What the hell happened here? And what is going on? Stories from people. The trial begins on Monday for a young woman from Central Islip, New York, who was accused of luring five young men into a savage 2017 ambush that left four of them dead. Lindsay Escobar. Is it Lindsay or Lindsay? Lindsay. Escobar, an admitted member of MS-13 gang, is charged with convincing the victims, Michael Lopez, Justin Levecura, George Tigre, and Jefferson Vallalabos, into meeting up in a wooded area to smoke marijuana. But soon after the young man arrived, they were ambushed, they were beaten, and hacked to death with machetes. <sighs> man. And tree limbs by more than a dozen members of the notorious MS-13 gang. Prosecutors allege in court documents obtained by the Tribune docu... Democrat, my bad. Prosecutors described the murders as horrific, as a horrific frenzy of violence. Escobar, who was 17 at the time of the attack, has been charged with the multiple counts of racketeering. She faces up to life in prison. In court on Tuesday, Alexander Ruiz, the lone survivor of the attack, testified that, man, bro, could you imagine that you was going to go smoke with Shorty? And this is what happens to your boys. Uh, testified that he managed to escape by running for his life, according to Fox 5. You got to go to Fox 5 in New York. He told the jury the members of MS-13 covered their faces with sweaters in order to get them down on the ground and ordered them to get down on the ground. Prosecutors alleged that the motive for the attack was payback because the victims had allegedly disrespected the gang on social media. Prosecutors also alleged the slain teens were members of rival gangs, although their families dispute that allegation. Escobar has pled not guilty to all charges, and her attorneys say she did not realize that the victims would be attacked. That's crazy, because she might get off on this shit. Now, the fact that these young men did lose their life is terrible. Bro, machetes and tree limbs like what the fuck was the point bro like they beat the dog shit out of these kids over some social i was talking about this social media used to be like oh we don't pay attention to social media no there's some real life consequences behind social media there really is this story that we're gonna get into now uh it was interesting to me 
Because the Biden administration is willy-nilly out here doing crazy shit. It's out of vice. The Biden administration just placed a $10 million reward on the head of the leader of a little-known cartel in Guatemala. Isn't this interesting? The prize for Egnillo Dario Molina Lopez. Molina, the head of Los Justicias, is twice... Uh, hold up. Los Justicias, the judges? Los Justicias is twice that offered for help leading to the capture of Joaquin El Chapo Guzman's son, known as Los Chapitos, which was set at $5 million for each in December of 2021. Nobody is going to turn those boys in. Turn that shit off. That's never going to happen. Molina Justicia's cartel just got flagged as one of the main criminal partners providing drugs to Mexico's two biggest criminal organizations, the Sinaloa Cartel and the New Generation Jalisco Cartel, or CJNG by a Spanish acronym. Several other members of Los Justicias were also sanctioned by three separate U.S. departments, State Justice and Treasury, for threatening the people of security and the United States and Guatemala. By working with the Mexican drug trafficking groups in Mexico, Los Justicias drug trafficking organization smuggles deadly narcotics, including cocaine, methamphetamine, heroin from Guatemala through Mexico for distribution in multiple cities in the United States, said the Treasury. Undersecretary for uh, that's the press guy, Brian Nelson. This small cartel group or this small distribution group has literally been like the key, the key to most of the dope that uh, is circulating today. This is an interesting story and I will keep following this. I'm always intrigued when the government has money to put on somebody's head. I love how everybody now is turning their head when they hear that we're giving billions and billions of dollars to help in Ukraine. And I get it. We want to help in Ukraine. The United States needs help too. At some point, we need a real president that's going to stand there and help us first and then we can help everybody else. It's been a month and we're falling apart still and I'm not over there. Sorry. I, I just, I can't, I, ha I have sympathy. I have apathy and all that shit. I have all the fees. Unfortunately, we have problems here too. People can't afford rent in my city. People can't afford to buy a house in my city. Sorry. Our president's fucking up. And with that, save you on Lavo, Lavo, Lavo. All right. I, I really do enjoy doing that. My name is, wait, should I change? No. I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name's Xavier. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.